0: Jesus had warned his disciples that if they lived by the sword, they would die by the sword. That violence has a way of leading to more violence, and the cycle of retaliation and vengeance can be devastating. We see this in our cities and neighborhoods, on the news, even in entire nations that seem to be constantly caught up in violence. Jesus warns us in this area for a reason. Violence has a way of coming back on us, even if we think we are righteous when we use it. We see some of this at play in today's verses, where the once violent Saul is now living as a follower of Jesus. Acts 9, verses 23-31 through says, After many days had gone by, there was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him, but Saul learned of their plan. Day and night they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him, but his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it before his salvation, Saul had been involved in violence and his persecution of the church, and now he is reaping the violence he once advocated. The same persecution that he demanded against others is now coming back on himself. His life is at risk, just as he put other people's lives at risk. This is a sobering reminder that just because Jesus has forgiven our sins doesn't always mean that we are removed from all of the natural consequences of our sins. Saul heads to Jerusalem, fleeing Damascus, which is the nation's capital and the spiritual center, but no one trusts him there, understandably. The last time they'd seen him was when he was heading off to Damascus for more persecution and violence. They don't know everything that has happened since then. This might be a trap. But Barnabas comes to the rescue. We've already met him earlier in the book of Acts. A man called Joseph, who was apparently so encouraging that he was renamed Barnabas by the apostles, which means son of encouragement. The great encourager, the optimist, the one respected amongst the Jerusalem church, has knowledge of Saul's story, and he personally endorses him, winning over the people to accept Saul as a brother and fellow believer. So the church is won over, but there are still killers out there. There are people who wish Saul harm, his life is in jeopardy. So he is sent by the church back to Tarsus, his hometown in present-day Turkey, where presumably he must have had some family that he could hide out with for a while. The word says that the church thrives in this next season. The initial wave of persecution seems to have died down for now. Sadly, it would not be the case forever. But for the present, the church enjoys a time of peace. It is marked by the awareness of the fear of the Lord, as well as the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, and the believers are strengthened and increase in number. Today, reflect on the two sides of what strengthened the church in this season. The fear of the Lord and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. Of these two things, which one do you lean more towards? Is it a holy awe and trembling at God's power, a fear of his judgment, a healthy fear of his authority? Or are you more drawn to the gentle side of God, the encouragement, the love, the hope that comes from him? Both are biblical, both are absolutely crucial to our walk with God, but we tend to lean one way or the other. Now, knowing that, how might you exercise the opposite side of your natural tendencies towards one, and how might you grow in that area?